Hello, hello, hello. We return to Flying Circus, the Gradient Archipelago. We follow as our people land in Mirinda, a remote hamlet. There are many secrets here, but little they know that their first successful job has earned them very unusual acquaintances in Flying Circus. Episode 6 Mirinda Content Warnings Violence, Vice and Depiction of Alcohol Consumption We join our circus as they made a daring return to Mirinda where they wait for some opportunities to rest after this daring mission and as you drag yourselves out of the airstrip it is little more than some clear trail you stumble back into town and Mirinda is a tiny hamlet with uh, fully integrated with uh, the environment around it uh, the houses seem to be built over massive trees with even the ground given away to the wilderness and as you enter into town and you see militia armed with muskets and clubs you realize that uh, there cannot be more than 100 or so people living here this is really a remote tiny place and you stand out a lot and you can see children gawking at you young people uh, giggling and uh, chatting among themselves and Errol, what is the thing that you see that uh, speaks to the poverty of uh, Mirinda? The thing that speaks to the poverty of Mirinda is um, even in the most broke out there hamlets, usually at least the people have decent clothes, um, if not clothes that are of a nicer material, clothes that are very well kept, you know, I mean, in a world where everyone home spins everything, you expect people to at least have not threadbare outfits. But in Marinda, you can see holes in the shoes and the threadbare and just slightly ragged clothes of a community that's real broke. Yeah, it's not for lack of trying. You see that pretty much there is a sky garden on the roof of each house. There are intricate water capture and filtration system. And the place is poor but clean. Well, except for one place. It seems to be closer to the ground all around this massive dead tree, but seems to be some massive workshops. And you figure most of the people in the town must work there. And they seem to have some dark mud, which they seem to work into intricate poetry, uh, poetry, pottery. And Derry, what is the most beautiful piece that you see on one of the stands? I think that the most beautiful piece that Derry can see is it's quite a um, normal looking um, vase at first. But if you go in and take a few steps closer, you can see some very, very detailed um, and intricate lines um, that go all the way through it. Um, and it kind of the, the pattern of it reminds him of the feeling of flying. They're like curved, like you imagine maybe an upstream of the wind might be. Um, 
it's super stylized. It could easily be water. It could easily just be somebody wanted to make curvy patterns, but it just, he finds it immediately reminds him of flying and it invokes that sort of sense of freedom in him. He imagines it's probably done similar things to other people they've they've seen uh they've had similar feelings about you know freedom and uh that sort of thing when they look at it too yeah it's amazing so how a piece of earthware can capture the sense of emotion so clearly and you realize that uh, a small group of people have gathered to see what you do next because hey it's Recreation phase. This is time to do something crazy, perhaps. There's a lot of stress to empty out. Uh, remind me, did we mark stress last time? I am taking a look. We did. We must. Uh, yeah, because I've got XP um, stuff down. Let me find it. I have many. I have much stress. I am very stressed. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I suggest you get handling that. <laughs> Uh, to I'm actually quite literally stressed. So yeah, you need to deal with it so that you can get something for next being. Yeah. All right. So Errol looks around this mud hole of a town, looks over at Dairy Dancer. Do you want a drink? Because I want a drink. Let's get a drink. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, okay. If you think that's a, a good idea. Great. Um, I look at one of the nearest locals and, um, whichever one looks the most, for lack of a better term, shady. Hey, where's a good place to get a drink? There's only one place to get the drink, says the the man as he snorts. And he points at what seems to be a massive, uh, uh, and massive, e- a massive long wall that stretches between the three trees and seems to be supported by extra vines there. Great. Dancer, let's go. You're buying the first drink. Oh, um, sure. I can do that. I, I can do that. I always knew you were a generous soul. That's me. And he's just a little bit like apprehensive because Errol's always been kind of upfront and stuff, but he can really feel the stress coming off of him right now. He's like choosing not to make jokes about the thunder swans just in case he loses his head. So yeah, they, they go up to the uh, this wall and uh, Derry looks around to try and find someone he can get some drinks from because um, he is like, I need to order the biggest drink possible for Errol otherwise. I might not make it through the night. Yeah, you see the the only person tending to the bar seems to be a skyborn ethnicity woman. And the bar has a small trophy uh, laying over it. The counter seems to be spread wings, a small duck bear cub, then taxidermy to it. And the middle-aged woman that tends to bar, she just looks at you, recognizes that you are pilot, and just, without saying anything about the fact that it's pretty early into the day, just starts uh, opening the tab and sliding beer towards you. And even before the beer is stopping near you, she lights a cigar and starts starts filling another two beers ready for when you are done with those. 
well, wow. Uh, you know, I, I, I think you might just be the, the, the smartest person I've ever met. Uh, thank you um, for, for knowing how to read minds, I suppose. Um, I'm going to take these to my friend now. Thank you. And he scoops up all of the drinks in his arms and just like hurries over to Errol and puts them down in front of him. She mutters something while biting her cigar. Ex-wife was a pilot. Oh, um, feel like I should apologize. I'll just put it in your tab. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, sneaks off back to Errol. Errol, I, and this is mainly due to something I forgot until I relooked at it. Errol actually can't clear stress from drinking, but he knows that wherever people are drinking, there's gambling. And Errol can clear stress from gambling. So that's what he's doing while, while Dancer's getting the drinks. He's looking for a game of cards or dice, whichever people prefer in this one horse. Give me a second. I'm trying to think of a good cross animal. This one horse goat town. Horses don't exist. Horses are not real. They are propaganda. Oh, well, then this one goat ox town. Again, okay, so I guess the only one that is indulging in vice is going to be dairy. So, dancer, can you indulge in drinking? Uh, yeah. Um, well, actually, um, so the only reason that he has drinking as a familiar vice is because um, Errol taught him to. But mm -hmm. uh, I think that that requires Errol to have had drinking as a familiar vice. So if he doesn't, I, so if he doesn't, then uh, then I think we need to retroactively get rid of Derry being able to drink to remove stress. I actually do, Dave. I have familiar vice, but I'm burned out. I have drinking. I'm burned out on. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, yeah, he does have drinking as a familiar vice. Okay, so you keep drinking, and the problem with it is you cannot really handle drinking well now after what happened last time, Errol. So tell us how how drinking is actually as stressful and not relaxing at all, and how you are really hurting yourself by drinking alongside Dancer more than anything else. Drinking doesn't do anything for Errol anymore because last time they got sloshed, it just led to further problems. And especially in towns like this, which are tight-knit, uh, is the nice way to put it. Clannish is the rude way. Uh, being drunk and acting the fool just leads to more problems. So the issue becomes Errol really wants to just slam this drink and get started on relaxing. But every time he starts, he thinks, oh, is this going to get me beat up and thrown in a mud pit? And so he can't let himself relax enough to enjoy the act of drinking. So the beer keeps coming and the bill starts stacking and Derry, you advance plus one on your vice track. Why, thank you. And the thing that starts to get uh, to get dull is that it's a hot day outside and we have only the barkeeper here and just drinks coming and it gets pretty dull but there is in the bar there seems to be a dart game and you figure that uh, well that we could leaven things up a bit won't you could start some playing some darts or something else yeah that sounds like fun and definitely can't go wrong let's do this all right all right we'll play some darts i think you're at an unfair advantage here 
I, I, why? I, I mean, um, I, I don't, I don't play it a lot. Do I, do I, do I play it a lot? Like more than you? I, As Errol pulls the last dart out. Oh, dancer, just throw the first dart. Quick spotter in. Oh, okay. I'm going to throw a dart. <laughs> do I need to roll anything for this to see how amazing my throw is? <laughs> no, the question is, is this indulging in another voice? Um, I don't believe it is. I don't have, um, like, oh no, no, I don't have a, like, games or anything, so. Um, hold on, hold on. I, I think this might become a huge problem because I have to look up how you guide people on vices, because I forget. Because if I, we make, if we put bets on this, I can absolutely guide Darian and it's gambling. Um, okay. So yeah, with that, um, I'm going to, before I'm going to, I'm actually going to throw my hand up right before dancer throws. Wait, wait. And I'm going to lead in just dancer. Do you have any script on you? Um, I, I do. Okay, well then let's make this interesting. You lose, you gotta go pay the tab. I lose, I gotta go talk us, and I whisper this part, I gotta go talk us out of this tab. Oh, wow, um, I, okay. And I'm going to guide Dancer in gambling. Oh, I have gambling as a familiar vice. You, you've guided me on this one before. Oh, good. Well then, there we go, now we're gambling. Okay, so both of you add plus one to the vice track, and the drinks keep flowing. So what is going to be the option? Is the tab going to rise too much, because, uh, and Derry is going to have to pay for it, or are you going to try to get away from paying the tab? I don't know. Both sound like they could be... What do you think, Charlie? I mean, <laughs> I think both sound fun. If there's a way we can, um, like, roll for it, maybe that might be that might be fun. Like, just to see who wins. Yeah. Yeah, just call odds and... Uh... So what do we think? Uh, odds, um, the tab is too high, or an evens, uh, you try and talk us out of the tab? That sounds perfect. All right. See. I'm going to roll it. Okay. <laughs> 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 the tab is too high <laughs> <laughs> so you know we get that little montage of the darts hitting the dartboard and then Terry, i thought dancer i thought you're supposed to be good at this i wh- why i mean i've seen you make shots in that crop duster of yours it's, it's not a crop duster it's it's a proper plane i why would i have a crop duster we don't have crops where i'm from Look, I know a couple of things about you land dwellers. You have crops. There's lots of birds. Y'all are afraid of the ocean for some reason. I mean, I think that might be good sense. That There's probably some good reasons for that. So it's a crop duster. Um, <laughs> if you say so, uh, I guess I have to go pay the tab now, huh? Dancer, Errol cr- claps a huge hand on Dancer's shoulder. I think you'll be just fine. Oh dear. And yeah, Derry um wanders on over to <laughs> wanders on over to the bar and it's like, uh, so we, we would like to to pay our tab, please. I, I think that we are we are all good and have enjoyed the the service here very much. And at this moment, you can hear laughing and uh, you turn around and you see two pilots coming in and 
and one of them seems weirdly familiar. You realize that uh, one is an elderly maki man with leathery skin and pox marks, while the other seems to be the woman that was uh, piloting the seafall with uh, her tiny nose and confident eyes and short brown bobcat hair. And they are chatting with each other and go straight to the barkeep where they ask for some beer. And they keep talking and they seem to so far not recognize you. But yeah, you're pretty sure that these are two of the bandits that were trying to get you to land. Derry's face is just, you know, eyes wide. You know, his, his mouth is just a line frozen flat on his face. Uh, you can hear, like, you can almost hear his internal monologue of cool, 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 cool. He's not terribly sure of what he should be doing in this situation because, uh, yeah, um, maybe, maybe they tried to kill him and maybe he was cool with, with, you know, fighting back. So he just very quietly uh, says, yeah, um, um, if you could tell us how much that is, we can we can be on our way, please, ma'am. Yeah, don't worry about that. I know you'll be back tomorrow. I'll just keep adding to your tabs. I know how to treat a circus if they are. I know this very well that it's not going to end on 20 drinks. And when she mentions circus, the old man stops mid-sentence and the woman raises one finger and puts it against her own nose, rubbing the dainty thing as if signaling something. I think um, Derry just has a few seconds of, oh no, and then decides, yeah, I'm going to pretend that (laughs) that there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong is happening at all. And he's, he just looks at the, uh, the barkeeper and he's just like, that is so thoughtful of you. Thank you. And just backs away. (laughs) He's like, Errol, (laughs) Errol was kind of staring off in the distance, lost in thought. Kind of does that lazy head to what? Um, you remember those bandits? W- which ones? You gotta, you gotta d- dance. There's been lots of them. I'm just, I'm just saying, we could go now. And but I just got comfortable. This is a nice chair. I, I like this spot. Why do we have to leave? Because you are drunk, and I, I would like to take you somewhere else. Where dancer, you're you're flattering me, but I don't know if you could handle that sort of engine. There's no. Oh my god, no! That is no, 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 no. Well, then what? Why do you want to go? I'm I'm comfortable. He's just going to put his hands on either side of Errol's face and turn it so he can see the the bandits at the bar. Oh, scared? I would like to not have a big fight in a town when we have already maybe insulted the, the people whose contract that we took to get us here. You know, maybe we should just go. What about that time you got into the fist fight in Raimi and I helped you? Very different. That was for money and then justice? Uh, 
you know, you and I remember that differently. Look, I'm, if you're worried, Derry, I'll go talk to him. Oh, no. Errol stands up, pats Dancer on the head, and starts to swagger right up to the bar. The barkeeper serves some schnitzel with potatoes to both of the people. It's honestly, it seems disgusting. It's all greasy and oily, and there's a lot of sauce on it, which it's too sugary, but you're pretty sure that it's the only thing that makes that palatable. <laughs> and two caps of beer and the two bandits they seem to be digging in as the barkeeper nods at you puts off her cigar yes well that looks great i'll take two for myself and i'm I'm trying to pick up at some point i want to try and pick up a new vice gluttony um and i'm gonna turn and look right at the bandits just i think i know you two Oh, do you? But where from? Oh, maybe you met us at the airstrip. That's it. Seem like lovely folk. Errol, nice to meet you. I'm just going to hold my hand out for a handshake. The old man greets you. Name's Leon Wolf. Was it to be a sergeant in the Maki army back in the day? The woman nods. And I'm Poldy Smith. I don't have that pedigree, but uh, I ran with uh, a few circles on my time. Well, uh, look, if you want, myself and my companion, and I'm going to point right at, right at Dancer, you can come sit with us. It's always good to have fellow uh, pilots with us. Yeah, sure, why not? And they grab their food. The barkeeper goes back into the kitchen and starts cooking for you. And Dancer, how do you react when you see the old man and uh, the small woman uh, following after Errol and coming to your table? I think if they if they weren't also walking toward the table and likely to see him, he would just be mouthing so many rude words at Errol. Um, but he's just kind of sitting on his hands with this kind of petulant look on his face. Like, I can't believe he's done this. Oh, my God. Um, but he's also a little bit relieved that at the, like there hasn't been a fight over what happened. Uh, so he's not quite as like terrified that things are going to go horribly wrong. What's the problem with the kid? Uh, Leon says as the old man sits down, why he's not saying anything? Oh, Dancer's just a nervous type. Dancer, say something funny. I don't, I, I don't just spew jokes whenever you, you want me to, Errol. That's not how being funny works. Mm, I don't know. I don't know, Dancer. I think if you were as funny as you act like you are, you could make, me la- you could make people laugh on command. He just tips his head a little bit. like Dancer, meet Poldy and Leon. Leon, this is Dancer. Uh, hello. Nice to meet you. So you are a circus. Uh, we only saw heraldry of one of the circus out there. So you are with the checkmates. Um, we've been, we need to update that checkmate, uh, split. We're new. Are you? What is the name of your circus? Poldy asks. You know, that's a good question, Poldy. We're still in debate about that. We're going to sit down and now that we've flown that job, try and set something up. Side on name, heraldry. It's more work than I thought it would be. Derry, uh, kind of sulks. And looks down a little bit and he's like, maybe we should call ourselves the Thunder Swans. I bet you'd like that. Errol <laughs> just, what was that? 
nothing. Just saying how Agnes should also be here when we decide. And she's, you know, doing that nature stuff right now. That's all Agnes ever does is that weird, scary nature stuff. I'm, I'm all right. Um, oh, how many other pilots do you have on your circus? Lion asks, sipping from his beer and blowing the foam off the edge of the glass. Well, you know, it's we're we're a rather large and grand circus with our total of three pilots. Why? Gary just represses the urge to smack his forehead. You all satisfied with the operation you're in? Baldy <laughs>, laughs mockingly at you. Uh-huh. For a moment, I thought you were serious. I'm sorry, you don't have a name. You don't have heraldry. You don't even have a name. You don't have pilots. The things that you flow in, you can barely call them planes. Are you sure you're a circus? Now, now, now. You can talk about how shabby my outfits pilots are. You can talk about how shabby my pilots outfits are. But you leave my plane out of this. Just because I can fly circles around yours doesn't mean you need to insult mine. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. You don't really care about that plane. Otherwise, you'll not be flying it with the wrong colors, will you? Hey. You should already have painted over that uh, night. We've been... Look, I would have loved to have painted over, but I've been busy doing, you know, hard work. Oh, what kind of hard work? What was your job that brought you here? There's nothing here, Miranda. They don't even have a plane on the militia. You're in the right place and you're not lost. Look, we had to guard some from the Miko Confederation researchers. We had to fly as close to a thun- to a set of mate and thunder swans that I ever intend to. And, da- and Dancer here flew closer than I ever in- would dream of. And encountered our fair share of other things, you know, a nasty shootout with some... Uh, Okay, pilots, you know the rest. And Leon frowns. This kid here, no way you could have handled thunderstorms. Not during the mating season. I know that you circus type, you like to brag, but come on, be reasonable. You're not tricking some townies, you're taking, talking to another pilot. I swear that Dancer here could have reached out and touched one of them. It was... Cut. Got the name for a reason. It was the single craziest thing I've ever seen. I, 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 there's no words. They were, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think like, like Ludo, would I need to roll anything where I'm trying to like, I want to describe it in a way that would be convincing and realistic, or is that just a thing you can do? It is a thing that I can do. Uh, uh, the thing I can also see bragging as a kind of vice. Mm-hmm. I also could see it because da- Derry's speaking the truth from his heart. It might be getting real, which could lead to him taking one of these two as a confidant. I mean, yeah, that's true. You can get real. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, do you want to indulge these as advice, bragging and telling a telltale? Uh, I cannot do that unless a comrade. No, no, you cannot. Arrow. It will be arrow. Yeah. Derry only can get real. I'm going to indulge in this vice, for sure. Okay. 
So it's an unfamiliar vice, so roll plus daring. And mark the race track, so now you have two. You mark the vice, let me roll 2d10 minus 1. 15! Okay, yeah, so you don't add it You don't add it to the list of, of vices, but uh, it went well. And they listen careful to you, and they are willing to, to listen to Dancer, if Dancer wants to pour his art out. Yeah, why not? Because that was a whole thing. <laughs> so he's a, he's a bit emboldened by, you know, Errol bragging about it, um, but also uh, he, he doesn't want it to seem... As though, yeah, I, I also am completely unfazed by, you know, this this thing that absolutely could have killed me. <laughs> he just kind of lays it out and he's like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did get very close to them, but it was uh, it, it was, wasn't like I, I thought I was going to, you know, get, get away that that easily. They were really fast and, and loud and, you know, the, the ozone was like creeping into everything and he couldn't get it out of my nose my mouth like and the the sound of the thunder every time they flapped their wings it was like it could shatter my eardrums and I didn't I didn't try to think about the teeth but there was a, a turn I had to make and I got really really close and it just I didn't think that they would have them like or just not ones like that and yeah it was not wasn't really brave uh i guess i was just there and and got out you know okay so what of the four portion uh hypothesis of four uh what of the four hypotheses of get real do you want to pick let's see hmm uh let's um let's try taking one as a as a confidant let's make some friends Okay, so take one stress and roll plus calm. Okay, uh, what am I rolling again? I have forgotten which dice. Oh, 2d10. And my calm. 2d10s, yeah. Also, you have uh, help from... Uh, well, do you trust each other? Yeah, I trust Derry. Uh, I don't trust... Yeah, you can help if you want. Okay, I don't have Errol as someone I trust, interestingly. I don't remember why. Uh, I forgot how help is. Uh, I did too. Um... <laughs> No, uh, it's uh, uh, it is uh, you need to trust someone to help them. Okay. So I can help dancer. Yes. All right. What does that do to my roll? Cool. Uh, you get advantage. So roll three three d tens and pick the two best ones. <laughs> um. So that's only a seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calm is not really a thing. I don't know how to be calm. Uh, and they listen to you and... Uh, mm, oof. You start talking about... And you see... You must have said something that really upset uh, uh, Leon. Because one mo moment he's munching on some overcooked schnitzel. The other he's punching you in the face. <laughs> and a brawl starts immediately. Okay, that I'm kind of a bit better at. Here we go again. <laughs> As Errol flips the table. Yeah. <laughs> like Derry's just like holding his face like, what did I do? Okay, dancer, time to brawl. Uh, roll plus hard. 
Time to roll. All right, all right. Let's roll plus hard. Okay, that I don't have any pluses to. Sorry, let me find brawl. <laughs> oh no, I'm very good at this. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. Twelve. Okay, choose one from the list. Um. <laughs> um. Hmm. Yeah, Brad, you you want to get in on this, don't you? So I'll I'll kind of I'll extend the fight a little bit, and I'll just remove a stress, <laughs> so you can get in on it. Yeah, you. So remove stress at one XP as you take the take a blow from Leon, and as the table flips, and uh, you just see a gasping. Uh, Baldy, as she starts to dance around, trying to also get herself pumped out. Uh, and you just tangle with Leon, and uh, it's blows after blow, and it's clear that the old man, despite uh, his age, is extremely skilled, and uh, it's really making uh, dancers' heart race, even if uh, their face <laughs> hurts terribly. Uh, what the hell is with... Oh my god. His hands are way too bony. They hurt way too much. <laughs> so you take one injury from fighting. Okay. Yeah, and uh, let's continue. Uh, what are you doing with the fight? Grow ropeless hard. Arrow. Ouch! Oh no. That's a bad roll. That's fair. I got a 10. So what did you get? Right? Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. And you are getting ready to tangle with Poldy. And uh, you just feel something hit on your back and break. And it is a glass bottle. And you can see the barkeeper steam coming out of her nostrils even if she is not smoking and she just points to one sign at the, at the, the counter Bitte Kane Kampfer and gets ready to grab another empty bottle and starts to see who is she going to throw it at and yeah so that's gonna both increase your tab and it's gonna start exhausting the the patience of the people of Mirinda. So, mm-hmm. dancer, roll again. Um, I think. I th- yeah, what you want to do? I think he just wants to try to end the fight. Try to continue brawling. Um, you know, just he's gonna give give it a go. Try to just you know punch Leon uh, enough to make him back off, or not even no, maybe not even punch him. Just like get his arms and you know hold him. So let's do a rolly roll. Hmm. Actually, I would say that is pressing the issue. You're trying to get what you want through force. Okay. Um, what would that be? So, yeah. So, roll plus hard. Okay. 12. Okay. So, on a 12, pick one. I They'll do what you want, but I get to pick one. So, what do you want to happen as you restrain? Uh, I just want him to 
Yeah. Like, not be fighting us, basically. Um, he's just, uh, like, I kind of see it as um, Derry's kind of turned him around. So he's got, he's holding his hands uh, in front of him. But he's holding Leon's hands behind Leon's back and he's just holding him from behind. Like, okay, that's, that's enough. I did not want to fight you. Can you just stop? Like, Fine, fine. It just got an old man excited. That's all. So he's going to do it, but he's going to do the bare minimum. So he is not fighting, but Poldy is. And as you turn around for the bear, uh, the bar, uh, the bar, you see Poldy swinging a share at you, Errol. So time for you to roll brawl. <laughs> well, there's only one thing I could do in this situation. Roll brawl and then flirt with the cutie swinging the chair. Uh, God, what the? I got an eight. Yeah, tell me how that shares hits you right where it hurts. <laughs> Errol's like half turned to look at what the barkeep was pointing at. Gestures that he's not even fighting yet. <laughs> Turns around just in time for Poldy to just rail him with the chair. And full on just, ow! All right, now I'm getting angry. And as you're saying that, she as you she just puts it through your head as it breaks. So you take two injuries. Uh, dancer, do you release the old man and do something else or what? <laughs> yeah, you know what? He he said that he would stop. So I'm I'm also gonna try to do the same to Poldy. You know, just see if I can grab her arms and stop her from throwing chairs around. So is that pressing the issue or is that uh, brawling? Yeah, I would say it's the same. And again, you're trying to use four, so it's going to be hard. Eight. (laughs) Yeah, uh, she's ready. And as soon as you start to reach to her arms, she uses her size to her advantage and she dives in into the movement, getting very close and personal. And she starts punching at your belly and she raises her knees and it's going to start straight to your netters if uh, you don't defend yourself from this storm of blows as you are just rolling in with uh, a wolverine pigeon so roll brawl at its advantage as she gets in your face and you can barely defend yourself okay how rude all right Uh, so disadvantages uh just rolling three and taking the worst ones yeah yes yeah. All right, Brawl Chan. <laughs> Why is it hurting us so badly? There it is. Okay, so uh, nine. <laughs> I can't take that beautiful seven. Nine. Yeah, so you tell us how you are not able to defend yourself. Oh, no. Well, I think that there, uh, that Derry has this, uh, this vice, at least. Yeah, for sure. Like... I thought that at least they have brawling. It's one of their options. Drinking, gambling, pulpy fiction, brawling, cannabis, hunting, casual sex, and daydream. I still have to, I still have one I have indulged, so I might as well mess around with prayer. Why don't you tell us how are you unable to defend yourself from this barrage of blows? Um, so <laughs> Derry is trying really, really hard to just not you know, throw more punches. He wants to just try and grab Poldy by the arms and spin her around. Um, But 
he, in doing that, he's kind of leaving himself open as he steps wide to go around her. And she just lands a really heavy barrage of blows, like right in the solar plexus. And he just coughs up and doubles over. Yeah, so you take two injuries as you are completely devastating. <laughs> just took a blow to the netters and you're rolling over. My poor little twink. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, twink of the uh, Okay, uh, Errol. Uh, I'm Errol. All these jests banking both of you for the tiny woman. Uh, she's really uh, pushing her nose up into your business. Errol's going to throw his hands up and I'm going to try and press the issue with honest reasoning here. Just look, please stop kicking the shit out of me and one third of my company. I really you're very good at fist fighting. I'm sorry for the crack about you being not the crack pilot that you are. Can we just sit down and keep drinking and you stop kicking the crap out of me? Okay, roll plus calm. If I point a dairy rolling on the ground as I say one third of my company, do I get an X? Do I? Is he helping? Huh? That's fair. Yeah. I mean, they don't trust you, so they cannot help. So they will have to restart trust first. Do they restart trust? I guess not. Dancer, no. Dancer does not seem to trust you enough to help you through this, so we're gonna roll. I just rolled another 10. Like that. And yeah, that help would really have helped. <laughs> Thanks, Dancer, I guess. Hold on, wait. Let, let me let me consult and see if there's any influence like... I'm sure there's not. Nope. All right. Red. Damn right I'm kicking your ass, and I will have kick your asses out of the sky. You, your ass is mine. You know that. You, you fucking remember Polly Schmidt's name. I could have you. I would have your planes, and you would have to walk back down. You own me. That I would have got you out and clean. You would have got me. Like hell, I gonna got uh, uh, gonna got you. And now you're gonna tell me exactly what you came here to meet and and how much you are getting paid, or I'm gonna keep beating your asses. <sighs> All right, look, um, I actually forget how much we got paid, but I'll tell. I mean, you still have not get paid. <laughs> you still need to collect. That's right. Uh, well, first of all, I haven't gotten paid yet. Second of all, I told you why I came here. It was to escort researchers. And third, it's not that much. They It was primarily a goodwill mission. They're repairing our planes for free. I don't need to lie to you. How much money? That's what I want to know. How much money was coming here worth to you? It was thirty. I thought, is it was it thirty two dollar Ludo? It was thirty two dollar. I'll tell thirty two dollar. Well, I'm saying I want half of that. You want half of it? As far as I'm concerned, it is cheaper than you having to buy back your planes from me as ransom. Well, do rather take that I take Pretty Boy here. I look down very heavily at Dancer, who started all of this. Look, that'll be funny. <laughs> I I look at him like I'm very heavily considering it. Then <sighs> look, I can't just hand you that much money. I need it to start my company. So, dancer, uh, mark one progress on your vice track. I do because fighting is something that you love. So 
Yeah, I guess uh, you're getting really relieved by getting your shit kicked out of you. <laughs> Where is the voice track on the sheet, or is it just not? It should be on the second page. Second page. There's the stress, XP, familiar voices. Uh, I mean, I've just got it on a, like, right now I've got plus three on voice track on a slip of, uh, on like a note. Oh, I'm back now. But yeah, I, look, I can't give you $16. Do it, do it, do it. It would be so funny. Now, am I incorrect in a simulator that earlier I'm going to try and turn this shit around on them? They seemed real fucking dissatisfied at being bandits. Nobody likes being bandits. Look, look, I'll cut you a deal. And it's not because you got my bag in the wallet. It's because I'm genuinely fucking impressed. Hold on. He <laughs> spit something out on the floor. I hope that's not a tooth. Um, Hold on. My dog's going nuts. Give me a moment. How's this? I'll give you a decent share. You come, you two, you two and... Wasn't there a third one? Was there a third one, Ludo? I don't remember if there was a third one. Mm, there is a third and the fourth one. Okay. And there is a clockwork. I don't really want the clock. Ludo, how would it bankrupt us to hire to hire them? It's going to be more expensive every mission. Because we have it. I mean, they are pilots, so it's going to be, what, $4 extra every mission? I can't hire all of them, so instead I'm going to do the shittiest possible. Look, why don't I give you a permanent source of income instead of you just having my ass over the fire here and you come work for me? Okay, uh, well, do you say that uh, is this honest reasoning or lies or misdirection? I think it's genuinely like, it's being honest. He, he knows he needs more help and he... She did fucking impress the shit out of him by just whooping their asses. Okay, so roll plus calm. All right, now listen here, Dice Bot. If you don't work, I'm going to be very sad. Cool, 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 cool. I got a 10. <laughs> sure will be nice to have help. Derry, trust me. I'm I didn't sell you into slavery. <laughs> I can't trust you because you um, you judge me harshly for my inexperience or naivete at character creation. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, you can change that literally at any time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. Let me roll that extra D10, please. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, that's going to be for the next role. She's like, are you kidding me? You've been charging competent. I tell you what, if you bring your ass and your $32 and your scurny planes, I'm going to let you join this crew. And Leon raises an eyebrow. I got your place to decide, Smith. We need to talk with the others. Hey, if they bring $30, it's worth it. Hey, so what do you say? Want to join us? Don't do it. Agnes would be so mad. Errol's going to take a deep breath, look at Derry, and clearly intend for Derry to trip her. Like, give Derry the most covert, but like, come on, Derry. Trust me and give me some help. And I'm going to, and I'm going to be, and I'm going to step, and I'm going to just try and knock her out. I'm done with this fight. Fine. So, Derry, what do you do? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, sweep the leg. Why not? I'll, tr I'll trust him. <laughs> okay, brawl it. Me or Errol? Oh, you. Let's do this, mofos. Are you helping me, Errol, or is this just... Absolutely. Okay. I'm distracting. 
Cool. Uh, 17. Thank God. Yeah, pick two options. Pick two for Brawl. I'm going to win the fight, whatever that means. And um, I feel like getting out clean and relatively unscathed would be good in this situation. Yeah. So, yeah, those two, please. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, you swipe the leg and it's she's forced into a losing position and Leon just pulls her out and they leave the bear. And she's still waggling the finger at you. Remember, I got your number. You little pieces of shit. You owe me money. I'll have my 16 tellers one way or another. Mark my words. Polish Schmitz will have your money. Whatever name you take, your freaking pilots. Nice. And you are listening to these as they go down the tree. The, and so, so fighting is not a familiar vice to you, is it? No, it is not. So, Errol, do you want to say that you have indulged in this vice? Sure. Okay, so roll for it. That's with what? That's with calm, daring, daring. Oof, daring. Ooh, that's too many dice. I'll just take the two worst. Um, I got a f- five due to my injuries, so I fail. So I don't get any. So I gain a stress. Oh no! Uh, what happens is that uh, you mark vice, but uh, your night is over. Basically, as this is happening, a bunch of militia people come with here into the bar a muskets pointed at you and they basically drag you out and you are <sighs> just too knocked out to actually even resist and you're gonna be ending your night here so you're gonna end up your night with uh, track three these leaves only dancer which managed to get up and what you're gonna do for the rest of your realization in town <laughs> Now that you are alone. Um, let's see. So I still only have two stress. I've got plus three on my vice track. Um, what else is there to do, Ludo? What else does this, this beautiful little town have on offer? Well, well, it's less what you want, to, uh, what you can do. It's more that you cannot indulge in uh, non-familiar vices. So that limits your choice. So I can drink some more, I can gamble, I can do more fighting, or I can daydream. Hmm. Yeah, can try to go looking out for people that might be uh, gambling, or you can go see what this place has of beauty and try to daydream a bit, or uh, you can just start picking more fights. <laughs> um, I think that I'd like to go uh, back to my plane. Um, maybe just like climb on top. Uh, let me just actually make sure that that's something I can do in my plane. Yeah, uh, climb on top of the uh, higher set of wings um, and just you know look around and you know up at the sky, do a bit of daydreaming, and you know maybe also just trying to make sure that Polly doesn't turn up and spray something rude on the side. 
Yeah, and Mark plays one vice, and as you are there daydreaming on your plane, you see a teleport turtles nearby, and uh, you can see Mari Swartz coming back, whistling, and she sees you and she goes to you. Hi, there is it. Uh, uh, yes, that that's me. Um, h- how are you, Ms. Ms. Schwartz? Ah, uh, please call me Mary. I'm I'm fine. I I'm, I'm really liking this in town. Uh, you can see that uh, not that they are extremely disappointed, but they are trying to remain optimistic. Oh, I heard you were the close encounter to a tender swan. Uh, y- yep, that that was me. Uh, two of them, uh, you know, flying through the sky and uh, got real close. <laughs> He's like, is this? You did not hurt them, do you? Oh no, no. Uh, it, it was just to to make them, you know, follow me. I I, I didn't want to get them get them mad. I just wanted them to to leave the caravan alone. Oh, that was a good job. You must be an excellent uh, pilot. Well, that's uh, why so Errol calls me dancer. I'm real good at getting close to stuff and then not getting killed by it. <laughs> I never flew a plane before. How does it feel to be there in the sky? And she starts patting the motor. He hops down from the uh, wings and sort of steps back to look over at his plane. And he's like, it's, you know, it's scary, but it's so amazing. Like you're up there and you can see everything below you. Uh, and you, it's, it's, it, it all looks so different and tiny. And you feel like this is nothing, nothing like it. And in, in the whole wide world, I mean, do you, do, do you want to, do you want to come up on, on the plane too? Uh, we can have we can have like a, a quick go around the town or something. Can you bring someone on our plan? Um. Well, I mean, I've got my dog, so I've always assumed that there's at least a spot for my dog. Um, <laughs> I think it actually only has one seat, so that was a silly thing to offer. Unless uh, you share a seat. That's true. That's true. Mari uh, is Mari the one who um, is is she the researcher or is she the one who gave us the job? I genuinely don't remember who Mari Schwartz is. <laughs> researcher. Okay. She's a researcher. The one that gave you the job has not. Okay. Come. So yeah, like uh, it it would be a, a bit of a, a squeeze. Uh, like normally, my dog just kind of sits kind of by my feet, but I wouldn't want you to do that. But like we could still go up if you want. Well, yes, for a short spin, right? I have stuff to do. Oh, yeah. No, it wouldn't take too long. Yeah. So, yeah, go for it. Cool. Okay. So describe uh, uh, how do you show her the joys of flight? Hmm. I think um, just like uh, going around Mirinda, obviously he can't like point out and that's the famous Mirinda thingamajig because he's not familiar with this area at all. Um, but he can take her up, um, you know, a decent enough height that they can still see everything, uh, but without there really being any, like nothing obscured by clouds or whatever. Um, and maybe do like a, a side, a side view of, I don't know, is it getting close to sunset? Is it nighttime? Like, yeah, I'd say it's a lighter end of the, of the day. Okay, so yeah, just um, a bit of a, you know, straight line to sort of take in the sky before going back down and landing. 
And Mary does not say anything during the flight, but uh, as it lasts longer and longer, she holds closer to you in a, a mix of cold and fear, the bit of exciting, and she almost jumps out of the plane as soon as you lie, land, and she takes a deep breath as if she is holding it for the entire duration, and that is certainly something and you do this every day um yeah yeah just just about uh are you okay i'm fine i i did not know what to expect but it's not like this i can see how this can be addicting i mean it's pretty great um maybe like hmm I don't know. Like, I'd have to ask Errol or Agnes. Like, maybe they maybe they have actual extra seats on their plane. Like, maybe you would feel better if you were sitting in a chair and you had like a seatbelt on. I know sometimes that really helps me. He's just like you know ultimate himbo. Well, it's a lot to take in. So I was happy that I, it was with you. Oh, uh, thank you. That's um, that's, that's really really nice of you to, to say. Um, I'm glad that you you had a good time I, I think you had i if if you did um it was nice terry and she smiles yeah it, it was and he kind of smiles back and scratches the back of his neck she stares at you for a while and she turns around and leaves huh i didn't know it was that easy to make friends so how are you gonna continue your night um so do i need like five vice on my vice track to finish the night i mean you don't need you can call it a, at any point Okay, I'll call it here then, since uh, Errol can't do anything else. It feels kind of rude to just keep going on stuff. Okay, uh, you're going on magical night flights with the awkward cutie and Errol's in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so roll one one D20. Okay. For each vice track. So three for you, uh, three for Errol, four for you. And you might spend uh, three plus ones from the dog. Okay. Ludo, the dice bot hates me and I think it should be punished for its treachery. I got one success and two misses. Okay, remove one stress. Well, we're going to get to explore a, a meltdown at some point. You're still stressed? No, I'm no longer stressed. I'm one short, so I get one XP. Okay, I got an 18, a 21, a 4, and a 4. Okay, so you clear four successes. Cool. Uh, four stress, but I think you only hit two. Yeah, <laughs> having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 